Do you feel like your day is totally out of control? Like maybe you should be a little further ahead by now than you thought you would be? Because, man, things, life just, it happens, right? This is Alma Wayne Myers, and you're listening to... Epilepsy hell to epilepsy well. Why not do something about it? Because life happens. But it happens for you, not to you. Because to think that life is purposely singling you out and attacking you would mean that, you know, you're being punished for something. But you're not. You're just along for the ride. Nature's course has definitely destroyed lots of civilizations. It's destroyed lots of people's lives. It's definitely uprooted people from their comfort. I mean, you look at all these fires, the snows, all the hurricanes, all the weather patterns, and you got to realize nature doesn't stop for you. It doesn't say, hey, look, oh, my bad. I know you're struggling with that seizure right now, so maybe I shouldn't have an earthquake right now. Yeah, my bad. That, yeah, oh, bad. I'll I'll watch it next time. Uh, Yeah, not really. It doesn't work like that. See, the earth just does what the earth does. Um, Nature does what nature does, you know, much in the same way. Like, we have human nature. There is nature to... Uh, understanding the way that things work and not the natural order of things. So you should definitely understand that epilepsy, oh, it's more like a symptom of all the crap going on in your life and your brain is trying to say, hey, look, I need you to address this problem, whatever it is. I mean, you got to find whatever the root cause of it is. Sometimes it's stress because you've got, you know, your sister, your brother, your father, your girlfriend, your dad, whoever, somebody around, a friend yelling at you uh, because you're having a seizure and they can't understand that you need help. And then, you know, basically when you do hit the ground, they're like, oh, well, I held your head. And they think that somehow making up for the abuse Or, you know, kicking you while you're down, not even making up for the abuse, or just pretending like nothing ever happens, but still just holding it against you that you have epilepsy and can't do anything about it, especially with the extra stress and drama. I mean, the bullying that goes on is unreal, and we all deserve a whole lot more. And we could seriously be a whole lot further along in our health and our well-being and our mental state, um, you know, in our epilepsy seizure control if we were able to be in an environment that didn't stress us out. And you may have noticed this when you're trying to do the EEG at the hospital and you can't have a seizure, but you can go home and all the crap, the stress, the normal stuff that just doesn't go away it's still there and so you're back because you haven't figured out how to manage your stress you haven't managed to figure out your routine your time your way to get everything you know done 
or as much done as you can so that you are productive and being able to survive and move to your next levels of you know going from surviving to being able to take care of yourself to being able to actually do more like maybe get a job working for yourself uh get a job working helping other people learn how to take care of themselves too because by the time you figure it out people are going to be needing your help too so i mean ultimately you could be a coach too and after you figure this out and that is the whole plan is to bring on a whole bunch of people that want to be full of love and help other people because love is soft it's calm and love is peaceful. This is the kind of relationships we should have in our lives. The ones that are supportive. The ones that are breaking the hard time of the epilepsy. Because soft breaks hard every time. It's just... You can experience this in nature when you see water will drip on a rock. And eventually the rock will break way. And, you know... It will break the rock. It's just water. Water dripping on you. You notice it's not going to make you fall apart. But it's the same thing. Like if people throw insults at you, you know, these insults start hitting your walls. They start breaking you down. And eventually, you know, no matter how strong you think you are, it just tears you apart. And it's even more heartbreaking when you just want to have a nice, happy, healthy relationship with these people. And... They're hell-bent on making sure that that is not the result that you get. And you're not sure why. Only kind of understand why everybody's so resentful about how hard it is, epilepsy is. It's definitely not a vacation. I mean, people are like, oh, you get special treatment. Really? I got special treatment? You know know how many panic attacks I have, like, trying to deal with some of this stuff when I first started off with this. Like, seriously, driving myself everywhere when I probably... Shouldn't have been. It was pretty intense, too. Um, knowing I'm, like, brain's going crazy, but I can still focus on stuff because I wasn't really, like, uh, unconscious about it. I was just having a harder time focusing and making decisions about what to do. So the GPS definitely helped me out. It was my plan. When I was going from A to B, I had a plan. And as long as I had that plan, when I was going from one place to the next... When I got confused and I was like, I don't know, do I go left, do I go right, what do I do here? I had that plan. I was like, oh, the plan says we go this way. And we would stick with the plan and, you know, the panic attacks, the problems, like it all pretty much got a whole lot better and it mostly went away. I mean, except for when, you know, you have the trauma that keeps coming back and, you know, if you are unfortunate enough to have a family like mine when my dad decided to you know he wanted to kill me for smoking because he was smoking in the back room and we were telling him not to and we're trying to help him out and he totally just jacked up the whole situation ripped us all off on the whole like not doing his part his share like seriously this is somebody else's house and you know just threw himself a pity party and a temper tantrum on his way out so his birthday's tomorrow. Um, you know, cool. I wish him the best on all of his endeavors far, far, far away from me. Because, you know, we should all be able to have healthy relationships with people. And when we don't, we need to find a way 
to remove that um, situation. Sometimes it means entirely removing the person. Other times it just means altering like how you run into them, work with them. I mean, obviously it's harder when you live with somebody. Um, but, I mean, you can always try your best to still be kind of nice-ish about stuff. Um, and, you know, it helps not blaming people or when you know you're gonna have a seizure you get away from everybody or i mean there's i don't know honestly if you're protecting yourself enough you can throw on some headphones and put in a mouth guard and just bite down on that thing instead of yelling at people and stuff it helps a little bit um and then when you feel better you get up and you kind of walk around a little bit put on some music and something just to help you feel better and get you out of that mindset because it really 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 helps and doing belly breathing meditation helps too if you're calm enough and you're able to but man it's really hard to think about meditating when you're not feeling that good but the belly breathing is really really easy to do and essential and the more you practice it the more you will connect with your body again the more you kind of wake up and invigorate and you know, this is definitely the point where you start to add in your Kegel exercises with your breath so that you're able to pull all of that crazy energy, all that anxiety, all that stress, all that too much intensity out of your head. And we you know, talk about this from the yin yang perspective in Chinese medicine where it's like top treating bottom, but at the extreme of one is the seed of the other so in the extreme point of yang you have the seed of yen and so it transforms very rapidly from one into the next because uh, they are interchangeable and it's all the aspect you'll notice is it's seasons so you know summer is the very highest point of yang and in that point of yang there's a seed of yen and so autumn begins and that is the yen within the yang and then Next is winter, which is the yin within the yin. And then you go into spring, which is the yang within the yin. And it continues and transforms through this whole process. And so, therefore, you can see how the seasons and natural order kind of comes into play. How there's always the counterbalance between extreme examples and things. Counterbalance of life gets goes up life goes down but it always you know hopefully what we're trying to do is make it so our ups and downs aren't so dependent upon the people around us and that we can actually find better ways to protect ourselves and take care of ourselves so that we're not left at the mercy of people that refuse to understand that refuse to comprehend and actually refuse to be part of the solution uh, without being a bigger problem than the problem of just living with epilepsy. When you're just trying to make it through the day, you're just trying to figure out how to feed yourself, you're just trying to do something different that isn't sitting in one place drooling on yourself. Um, I mean, if that's what you got to do for the moment, that's what you got to do, but you should understand that you can do more than that if you work at it as long as you follow the steps the whole process of figuring out taking control of your morning basically 
once you conquer your mornings, it's a whole lot easier to start controlling your afternoons and then enjoying your evenings because it's a process of understanding how to build your day. And if you build out it properly, if you know, you, you're not using up all of your energy at the end of the day trying to accomplish you know, feats you should have done first thing in the morning or doing the wrong things at the wrong time so you can't do them like myself social media you know it's something it's nice to be able to communicate with people and to try to keep up with what's going on and you know provide information insights uh just a different view of what life can be like um because you know people just don't know until they're shown an option so until they're given an opportunity there's so much that we just don't know and what's worse is it's a huge 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 amount that we don't know that we don't know i mean we know a little bit we know we don't know a little bit and even more than that is almost an infinite amount of knowledge that we just are so unaware of all of the possibilities and oftentimes uh because we haven't done the steps we haven't you know we just haven't had the insights we haven't had the education the experiences whatever is taken for other people to get to where they're at you know like myself going through a master's program a four-year master's program focused entirely on doing traditional oriental medicine which also includes some sciences and you know some understanding of disease so we were licensed i got my license as a primary healthcare provider i was billing insurance and currently other acupuncturists are covered under medical and they can bill insurance so you should be able to if you're in the united states uh hopefully i know at least in california you should be able to go get yourself some acupuncture i'm pretty sure it's all united states thing but no maybe it's not i'm sorry if it's not i could i you know i haven't checked on that in a while i just heard about it with some insurance billing people i do try to keep up occasionally even though i'm not currently licensed you know you should go find somebody with a license that is a good awesome acupuncturist you know they might not be as good as me but they might be you never know until you try. So make sure you're communicating with them. Tell them what you do and don't like. Don't um, expect them to read your mind. None of us are mind readers. The best kind of relationship you can have with your care team is to participate in it. Be an active participant in your care so make sure if that means you need to get a massage, a foot massage, if you need to go get your hair cut because it makes you feel good. Because, you know, a little pampering, that feels nice to just get. Personally, I love my head being shaved because uh, my scalp's a little more sensitive with hair on top of my head. So to me, it feels good having a nice, fresh, clean, shaved head. And, you know, it makes gives me a little more energy it makes me just feel a little better about myself knowing i'm all cleaned up and i'm all you know so you might feel this way too the whole process often we do and if you're having a little trouble if you're a little trouble getting motivated in the morning and trying to do things then i highly recommend if you are not yet 
change your clothes. Get out of your sleeping clothes. Get out of your pajamas. Get out of whatever it is that you've been wearing and put on something to make you feel like, hey, look, you're now ready for the day. And oftentimes, you will find that this can help change your mindset and make you more prepared for the actions and the activities that you need to do, you need to plan out, or you need to um, find somebody to help you get done. Because, you know, often it's a combination of these things. We need to do things. Uh, so if we can't do them ourselves, we got to find help, you know. Or, you know, get somebody else to do it. So hopefully we're doing as much as we can ourselves. We have other people teaching us how to do things like, you know, that we didn't know before, like eating right. You know, that's why you'd be definitely talking to me because I can definitely tell you how to eat right. Brain healthy diet is seriously one of the most important things. Been studying diet and nutrition for Oh, decades, decades, decades. I definitely went through experiences of starting off cooking you know, as a child, about probably 14-ish or whatever. I can't remember the exact number. Maybe been 15, 14, somewhere. I could ask my brother, Michael, maybe. He remembers these things better. But I have had a stroke, and I do kind of have blocked out a lot of my um, childhood stuff because it is rather... Um, Un- unpleasant that's the nice way of putting it right it's just not frightening terrifying just never ending um torture with moments that were good you know because you know you got to make the best of everything and you know truly people are not always upset so when they are having fun they're having fun and things can be fun But when people get upset and they take their crap out on you, it is no longer fun. And it definitely does not feel like love. It doesn't feel like a family. It doesn't feel like, you know, that's the way that you're supposed to be with your blood or, you know, your lovers. Because love, again, it's supposed to be soft. It's supposed to be calm. And it's supposed to be peaceful. So this is why we breathe and meditate, basically, so that we can soften our own mind, calm our hearts, and find peace within our souls. So that's seriously, you got to go through the stages of just being mindful and being aware of where you really are. If you're stressed, you need to relax. You know, if you're in a situation where you're stressed, you need to remove yourself from the situation as best as you can. Make sure that when you're communicating with people, you're doing it when you're calm and not in the middle of a seizure as best as you can. Be like, I'm not going to seizure and get away. There's been plenty of times I've like barely been able to hold myself from having a seizure as they're throwing me out of the courthouse. And as soon as I get out that door, I'm just ranting for like 15, 20 minutes until it's over. Man, it's a hell of a ride. And it is what it is. But I warned him, like, hey, I'm going to have a seizure soon, so don't worry, I'm going to be ranting here for a little while. I'm just doing my best to make it outside. All right, guys, this has been crazy again. Thanks. So, no, they don't, they don't, they don't get it. They don't know. They're all just whatever they are. So it is what it is. You just have to realize that you are responsible for you and need to love yourself more as much as you do anyone else seriously you can't put everyone else or anyone else before yourself because 
Nobody's going to love you like you. And if you don't take care of yourself, you can't help other people either. So if you're fortunate enough to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or wife or kids or parents or whatever that are helping you out, do your best to understand that it's hard for everybody and that they're not necessarily going to be able to understand what it is like for you. And you also have to understand how hard and terrifying it is on them when you're going through these episodes too. So I'm not justifying anything. I'm just saying that people often have a hard time coping with things and will take it out on you in hopes that you will stop it and knock that off, even though you can't control it. So one of my friends calls it the little asshole in her head. I honestly like to call it the, hey, wait a second, you need to check yourself before I wreck yourself. Um, crash test dummy voice, because, you know, turns you into the crash test dummy. It's like, woo! All right, um, but yeah, it's definitely saying, hey, you need to check yourself before... Your body continues to be stressed out, overloaded in the whole process of whatever it is. You know, these things come into play where, you know, if you're not mal, if you're not eating right, you know, you're going to have a seizure. If you're not sleeping right, you're going to have more seizures. If you're, you know, have some brain damage, you're going to have some seizures until you hear hear your brain damage and then your seizures come down. And, you know, it is possible to heal brain damage, so... Staying, hang in there. I got another friend who's had some brain, his second brain surgery today. I'm wishing him a lot of luck, a lot of luck. So definitely looking forward to hearing back from him whenever he's able to get back on social media. Um, seriously, we've got a lot of amazing fighters out there. I'd like to congratulate you all every day. You are so amazing for everything that you do putting up with all the crap even though it feels lonely and it feels like there's no one out there that can help you so hey make sure you hit me up when you have a problem you know i'm more than happy to do my best to get you some solutions so i highly recommend if you really want to talk to me start finding out about the program that i'm putting together so that you too can live your life in a manner that you can enjoy. It doesn't revolve around living in epilepsy hell and spending so much time in misery on the floor, forgotten, lost, wishing there was anything more. Because there is. It just takes a little while. It takes the right steps and some effort. And only you can decide you've had enough that you want to take control of your life and do it so all right i'm gonna let you all go thank you for tuning in please subscribe and if you liked this please leave a nice honest review and share with somebody who honestly tell somebody about the podcast this would be a great If we can get more of this shared with people that need answers and solutions to their life. So remember, love. Love is soft. It's calm. And it's peaceful. And that is how you take care of yourself. Like you matter. Because you do.